Oh, well, look, finally somebody went home today. It was uh, Dahlia Sin. By the way, I, at the end of my talk, I saw all the personality I ever wanted to see from her in the last minute. It's the first response. And I'm going to play music, even though people are watching me. Right, my name is Joe Batanz, and I do a little show called The First Response after each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 12. The break's gonna drop right here. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this episode. You know, I, I'm very curious to hear your guys' take on this episode because, look, I feel that. Uh, VH1 and World of Wonder did an amazing job. Uh, I'm sure they were burning the midnight oil to make this episode as sherry pie free, sherry pie free as possible. And so, uh, and they did a good job. I mean, they, I mean, for someone winning a challenge to be as invisible on an episode is incredible the way they do but it also shows you how much and how good they are at manipulating information and that they could make us like and pay attention to and focus on whoever they want us to focus on because the the way they downplayed the sherry pie thing sherry pie wins what's funny what i thought was really weird was you can hear it um they did something called adr uh, where RuPaul clearly went back and went into a studio. I think she's in England with Drag Race UK, but went into a studio and re-recorded, or they maybe, or maybe they took Ru's audio from another episode, introducing Sherry Pie, which is weird. It sounds very, very different when she says "next Sherry Pie." It sounds very different, and I don't know why. Now maybe that was always going to be the case, but it sounds very odd. Like they re-recorded it. Maybe what it was, it could be. There was a thought that she sounded too happy when she said it, because when the voice that she does, she goes, next, Sherry Pie. Like, it's just very flat. Uh, but uh, maybe they thought, oh, you know, RuPaul sounds too happy when she goes, next, Sherry Pie. And like, we, no, we had, we had to record it where she's like doing it flat, like, next, Sherry Pie. Like, just so little emotion as possible. And, uh, but honestly, and I felt this was the case last week, too, I remember very little. I mean, this was such a, a whatever episode, and uh, and 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 Sherry Pie wasn't in it that much. So, and I'm so I'm trying to figure out if I think it was the Sherry Pie cloud is still hanging over the episode. I will say, I'll say that uh, it it maybe because they erased her from the episode as much as possible, or whatever the reason is, the cloud felt lighter. But it was still there. It was still there. Now, by the way, if you are in the chat room uh, right now, and I see a bunch of people there, uh, uh, if you're in the chat room and you want to uh, come in uh, and talk to me about this episode, well, you know what? Uh, maybe what you should do is ask a question. I like that. If you want to come on the air, ask a question like, can I come on the air? Because I can see those. I would have to scroll uh, to find out who wants to go on the air. Now, by the way, if no one comes on the air, I'm going to give my thoughts and then I'm going to go. 
So the max for this episode is 40. I love how I'm yelling at you guys. But like, well, I felt like last week it was a lot of like, please, can you come on there? Which is so funny because you thirsty ass queens, I get, uh, I get, e- I've been getting, e- oh, it's so funny. Well, this is, this isn't, is this a first response topic? I want to talk about emails that I've been getting. Is this a first response topic? Anyway, uh, I've been getting emails from people who I do not think are Patreon supporters. And because I'll tell you why. Um, thank you, Humble had a question for me, actually, an actual question, um, is because I've gotten a couple of emails, one in particular a few days ago, from a guy who I think is listening later and has not, is not a Patreon supporter, had an email that was essentially like, well, now, now that Evan has his own show on Patreon, uh, I, aren't you going to need new co-hosts for the room? By, by the way, I got this email like two days ago. Okay, <laughs> aren't you going to need new co-hosts for the room? And let me tell you why I should be your co-host for the rumor mill. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, I don't either. She's a Patreon supporter and she doesn't listen, or I don't know. It was very very odd. Um, here's another thing: is um, another thing is that uh. Evan and I, I was telling Sweet Michael this today, ever since Evan quit, Evan and I have been basically writing like love letters to each other via text message. Not every day, but every couple of days. Like, we are so affectionate towards each other now that he's no longer on Afterthought. It is like a love fest. Uh, I don't have my phone on me, I would show you. It is like a love fest with this me and Evan Ayers. Um, I like it just Joe and Lori, so... I'm actually just skipping. Just listen to your recaps. Can't get into it now. That you know, uh, Alonzo says something very interesting in the chat room. He says, "I'm actually skipping this season. Just listening to your recaps. Can't get into it now that it will be edited so much." You know, I'll tell you what, Alonzo. I'll tell you what, and maybe someone can chime in here. Um, is you don't notice it? I will say they did a very good job. You wouldn't notice it. If you didn't know what was going on. So people who watch in future seasons, if they watch in future seasons, it might not be that big of an issue to them because it's it's not noticeable at all. You told you only notice it if you know. Uh Humble had a good joke that when she started a new show where I read the love letters and call it that's amore. That is so funny. Uh astute girl in the chat room says you don't feel the edited edit. Uh, Haley says it's edited no matter what, though. I didn't notice. Yeah, it, you know, going back to what Alonzo said, Alonzo, I'm telling you, it, it's almost scary. I'll be honest with you. It's scary because you realize, like I said or at the top of the show, you realize how much the edit just manipulates you. Because, and there's evidence right here, Sherry Pie wins the episode and is completely invisible. As much as possible, they cut her out. They cut her out unless it was absolutely necessary to have her there. The problem we're going to run into for a recap show is I feel it makes a recap show difficult because I'm sure there maybe there was a storyline they had to get rid of. Maybe there was something with Sherry Pie where she was a prominent 
part of a storyline because there's essentially no story to this episode. They do the sketches, and I th- I think maybe you know that's why the sketches felt a little long. They had to lengthen things. Probably they had to move things around to come in the time that they were supposed to come in. Um. Now let's see here what's going on here. Uh, they're just give me see. Poor sugar, humble pie justice for sugar. Sorry, am I a little oh, okay? Um. So anyway, now Jordan, Jordan, you've been on the air before. I much as much as I love Lauren S. She's she's been on every week. Jordan, why don't you come on or like. Alonzo Rebeza or oh, let me see, Haley's always on. Humble's afraid to come on. Who's here? Josh Colin, which I thought for I got scared for a second. I thought it was my agent, whose name is Josh Cohen. Uh, Josh Colin, what? I don't even know you. Why don't you come on, Josh Colin? Or people who haven't been on before, emo, astute girl. Uh, come on. Anyway. Um, but let, let, you know, there, there's some questions here that address this. So let, let's actually talk about it. Here we go. Um, which, uh, humble pie asks, which improv prompt do you think was best or worst? You know, um, I believe Mr. Uh, Luke's producer, Luke Steeman, I believe sent me the outline. So I have to refer to that. I'm afraid. So let me pull it up. Um, I know that there was a fruit one. A broccoli one. I'll break it down. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll break it down by Luke's via Luke's outline. Just from what I've seen, it's it's very interesting. As you know, and this is just by coincidence. It's just by coincidence. But as you know, uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, because it's Baba Lou's uh, birthday weekend, will not be able to uh, be here this weekend. So sitting in his place is. Um, after Buzz TV's Jay Ellis, who went through the Groundlings, very famous uh, improv and sketch group, very famous sketch group here in Los Angeles. He went through their program, as did renowned Los Angeles improv and comedy legend Laurie Roggenkamp. I believe Laurie Roggenkamp is joining me for an analysis on Tuesday for the Rulaska Thoughts episode. I believe that's going to be her deal. But uh, tomorrow, Jay Ellis, who has experience in sketch and improv, will have a lot to say about it. One of the things... Now, by the way, I've never formally taken an improv class, but I do know a bit about it. Um, is there's a... Di- and, and, and look, guys, let me just prepare you all that this Laurie Roggenkamp is going to go on uh, a tear uh teaching improv and sketch on the Rubasca Thoughts, which is great. I like when she talks about it, especially when it's relevant and this week is relevant. So she will explain this whole yes and business in detail on Rulaska Thoughts. But from what I remember is for what I know, the little that I know, is in improv they take a suggestion and they build something around it. And that's where the yes and is really important. In sketch, they have an outline and they work out who's going to say what and what the beats are. It may not be officially scripted. Once again, remember, this is coming from me. I don't know that much about sketch and improv. But there's at least are beats written, you know, and so that's not really considered improv. It's considered sketch. And I've often made the mistake and been corrected, okay? Even though they live in the same universe, not the same thing. And so... What the girls did today was primarily sketch, 
primarily sketch. The way they threw them for a loop was Ross would throw things at them, and that was the improv portion of the sketch. So they had their pre-sort of formulated sketches, and then Ross would throw things at them and how they handled it. That was the improv. And that is where the yes and becomes important. And they didn't really explain it there, because and, and Jay and I will do it, and for, Jay will make that joke and whatever. Uh, the way it works is, is let's say I'm just Joe, and I'm sitting here. Unfortunately, there's nobody else, nobody else here, so we can't do it. And let's say um, Lori comes in, and she says... I just found a firework on the in the street. And I go, no, you didn't. That's a can of soda. Totally against the rules of improv. The yes and means is not... So I'll tell you what it means. And Lori will, again, will explain this in detail, is that you go with what they're giving you, okay? You go with what they're giving you, and then you heighten it, okay? So she comes in and she says... Uh, oh my god, look, I found this firecracker in the street. And I go, oh my god, don't give it to me. It's going to explode. What are you doing? You know, um, I didn't leave it there for you. I left it for the neighbor across the street. Why'd you pick it up? It's a bomb. You know, and so like you're taking the, and then she takes that and she builds it into something else. And that's what the yes and principle. You don't literally say yes and, you know. Um, it's one of Jay's favorite jokes, though, so I'm sure he will get a lot of mileage out of it tomorrow. But, um, so that's the yes and principle. The only reason that would come up is when Ross was throwing his little bits out at them. Then uh, he could say, you know, they had to take it and run with it. So let's actually work through each of the... Um, of the uh, sketches here. You know what we're going to do? We're going to say very fancy here. And we're going to actually um, kind of look at them. Let's see what's going on here. So first, I got to find it. World's Worst. I'm going to play it. And I'm going to find right now, I'm going to find uh, when they actually do the sketches. And we'll take a look at them. Um, and we'll see. I don't know if we'll sit there and watch all the sketches. Um, some of them were worse than others, you know, uh, but, uh, here we go. Okay. Let me turn the volume on. Oh, I thought we actually... Week and the crowds have gathered to see if they can make the cut for a coveted ticket to West Hollywood. Good luck. Let's meet some of them. Well, hello, Delphia Trino! <laughs> Excuse me. I gave you a bit of a start. Now, are you guys triplets? All right. Yes! Identical. Can you believe it? So let's take a look here. We were born in 1939, and we are the best three-part harmony singers and instrumental. Now, like I said, um, I said this on, I believe, the rumor mill. Clearly based on the Del Rubio triplets, who are these three older ladies who sang, like, countrified, you know, harmonized versions of, like, pop songs of the day. Here we go. And I'm talking about, like, the 80s and 90s. Yes. Beautiful music. We've been inspired by so many That's Gigi right trios. there on the... the Gigi's on the right. Sisters. Jackie Cox is in the middle. She's so, and she sort of, you can tell, leading the show, and then it's Heidi in Closet on the left. The Dixie Chicks. 
And never forget Charlie's angels. Yeah. So Charlie's angels. Now I'm sure Lori and I will 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 oh. see this is. Are you sure she's okay? okay? Oh, she'll be just... It's kind of a cheat. I'm not going to lie. I can't believe they got away with it with having Gigi play dead the entire time. Fine. If you say so. All right, ladies, we're going to get you in for your audition. I think that's supposed to be sort of an improv bit, too, is that they're talking to the host. But they they showed very little of that. Are you... Are you... Are you... She just died. So, like... And for 90% of this, Gigi Good is dead. And the best thing about the Del Rio trio is that they're a triple threat. There's no limit to the things they can do. You sure she's okay? Oh, she'll be just fine. One, two. Okay, I'm going to stop it. I can't. And, and this is something I'm sure that Lori and I will analyze on Rulaska Thoughts. Um, okay, so we had the Del Rio triplets and then followed by that. What was the bit after that? Let me kind of look here. Is... Um, Oh, the girls! I don't even remember the girls got one man. That was so bad. I don't even know what that one was about. I literally like tuned out. That might be the worst one. The girls got one. The fruit one, I actually kind of understood and was kind of able to follow. It was stupid, um, but and then okay. And the last one was the one where um, they all shared one brain. You know what's so funny is that could have been an improv bit. What the okay. Clearly, again, Lori and I will will break this down in detail. Rulaska thoughts, and I'm sure Jay and I will talk about it uh, uh, later. Is tomorrow? Um, is what was my train of thought? I, was just, you know, I saw the track room. I got. Uh, and Lori and I will break it down tomorrow. Oh, is they? The, I can't remember what they were called. Like, wasn't it like? Pat and Jeff or something like that. It was a bit that um, Kristen Wiig and um, uh, Fred Armisen used to do, where one of them, and I can't tell, I think it was Switch, actually, one of them was the lead. This is one where they were like singers, okay? They were singers, and you could tell they were playing a game. It was clearly some sort of improv game they did in like school or something like that, sketch school or improv school or improv class. Where one of them was the lead, and then the other person had to like sing at the same time as the other one did, and um, but they didn't do so. It, the game there is Kristen Wiig or Fred Armisen. I'm gonna try and find the sketch. Trying, they're having fun, uh, trying to see what the other person's gonna sing. Oh, Garth and Cat. Here it is. So we're gonna watch Garth and Cat right now a little bit. Um, okay, okay, let's look at this one right here. So, um, in honor of Mother's Day, I would like to take this time to say something to my own mother. Mom, I know I don't say this often enough, but I just wanted to let you know that Garth and Cat are here. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wait. Right. 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 Sorry, 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 sorry. We know, we know. We know. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. You guys aren't even late. Oh, I mean, I don't know how many times we can apologize to you, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, look, you're fine. Now, uh, Garth Thank and Cat, I understand you have a whole new album of Mother's Day music. Dude, yes. Yeah. We worked really hard on these songs, and they are really high 
quality. Well, that's great. I'm really okay. So you can tell one of them is going to be the lead. Like, watch this, and if you're listening, you can hear it too. It's, it's luckily this is a sketch that is also an audio. It's it's funny in audio and also in visual. So here we go. But you can tell one of them's why. I think I believe Fred is usually the lead. Here we go. I'm glad to hear you're prepared this time. Are we ever <laughs> so prepared? Yeah. And we are really excited to sing for and near you. And this first one's called Mom. Uh huh. You're, you're the, the bomb. bomb. <laughs> so clearly Fred's the one making it up, and he's trying to make it. He's actually even trying to make it hard for Kristen Wiig to follow along. That's what's so funny. And so this is... I, they didn't do this, though. They didn't do... And so that's what... I, it was... They they actually... It's it's bizarre what they did. It was clearly... They got they got instructions that this is what it was supposed to sort of mimic. But the instructions were vague enough where they actually pre-planned what they were going to say. And then was mad... They were mad that um, uh, Aiden couldn't follow along. Here we go. That sounds great. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. yeah. We just count off. We can just start, start whenever you want. And you, and you taught me how to read. And you taught me how to read. But you forgot one word. One word. One word. Two words. One word. Can you check? Can you check? Why didn't you tell me? Can you check? Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta stop you. I um. So I think you guys get the idea there that this is uh, sort of what they were, they were. I think, and I think it would have been so much funnier. It, by the way, that was considered the best sketch of the of the night, but um, because it's all, it, RuPaul is always best when somebody's ripping off SNL. So uh, that's essentially what happens there. Okay, so I got word. That one, Jordan Darling, is uh, willing to come on. Uh, let's find her and give her that option. Where is she? Okay, here we go. So maybe Jordan Darling will come on here at some point. But yeah, for all in all, to be honest with you, um, a very whatever episode. We, we can work through the beats. And I'll work through the beats with Jordan. Uh, and get his thoughts, you know, with the great outline written by... Luke Stamen, producer Luke Stamen. Um, the amazing, fantastic, beautiful, perfect, looks like Linda Evangelista outline written by Luke Stamen. And um, yeah, so we're just waiting for Jordan to come on. You know what? Jordan comes on when Jordan comes on, right? We'll just work it from the sit here and wait because Jordan Darling's on Texas time, all right? Now, uh, after Jada's lip sync victory, I want to give credit to myself where credit is due. I feel that I called what happened, which is the two queens are facing each other down. And then there's a beat, and then they're like, oh, come on, bitch, I love you. It was like, I mean, you can see it coming from a, mile, a million miles away. There was no anger. There was nothing. They were united. They were, and they had, but here's the deal. It's, it's so funny. I feel that the queens didn't get along better in season six than they did uh, here. Uh Because it is, it seems like the girls immediately have gotten along. Nobody wants to be the vixen. No one wants to be uh, Alexis Michelle. No one wants to be the bitch that everyone hates. And so, there we go. Um, Haley makes a good point. This was no Scream Queens. Scream Queens, which might be one of my favorite episodes of all time. But yes, no, this is no Scream Queens. Uh, okay. 
then we have the workroom mini challenge. Oh, you know, I like this mini challenge. You know, they, they had done this mini challenge. This is the top from top to bottom. They had done a version of this on Drag Race UK. There weren't as many girls. They just did from top to bottom. No, no teams. But uh, big fan. I thought, I thought it worked out great. I'm a big fan of this mini challenge, especially with this format. I thought it worked out great. Loved it. Perfect. Great. Okay. Uh, the order was very interesting. To be honest with you, it's not a bad order. Sherry Pie, Widow put Sherry Pie Jan. She got Dahlia Sin wrong. But look, Dahlia Sin serves a fierce look. I could see you putting her in the middle. Rockem Sakura and Aiden Zane. I, I would have maybe put very, I think I would have put together knowing what I knew. Knowing what Widow knew at that point, I probably would have picked the same order. No, I don't know. I didn't like Sherry, I didn't like this Sherry Pie and Meet the Queens, but I don't know what experience Widow had. In Jada's order, she had Gigi Good, Britta, Nikki Doll, Jackie, Crystal Method, Heidi, and Closet. I think I probably would have been very close. I might have switched Nikki and Britta. I might have switched Nikki and Britta. Um, all right. Uh, now she announces for the Maxi Challenge to be four team captains, the two winners, Jada and Widow. And they're going to improv their way through a parody of America's Got Talent. Uh, we talked about that. The teams are... Um, let's talk about the, the strategy about the teams here. Uh, on the teams, Aiden chose Sherry Pie and Britta to be with her. V- you know, they were criticizing her for being a weak team captain. Strong team captain move. Chose really good team members. Heidi and Closet chose Jackie Cox and Gigi Good. Again, I don't hold it. I don't hold it against her for picking those people. Very good choice. Widow Von Du uh, picked Nikki Doll and Crystal Method again. Not, not a. I, I I don't know if I would have chosen Nikki Doll, which it looks like she chose Nikki Doll on her first go round, which is weird. I don't know if I'd pick Nikki Doll. You know, look, Aiden chose Sherry first. Makes sense. Heidi chose Jackie first. Makes sense. But then Widow chose Nikki first. Why would you why would you think Nikki would be good in an improv challenge? Very odd. And then Jada Essence Hall chose Jan. I mean, I guess. Then there was Britta, Gigi Good, Crystal Method, and then Rock M. Sakura, who was last. He got to pick who he's gonna go with. Again, terrible choice from Rock M. Sakura. If I'm looking at those groups, I'm choosing to go with Team Aiden. The problem is. I th- no, I guess he could have expanded any of them to four. It didn't really make a difference there. Okay, so there you go. But then he looked the fourth one had a fruit thing. Um, all right, in the workroom, nothing really happens in the workroom. We have, I mean, all, it seems all these queens are really getting along. Table visits. Uh, RuPaul tells Heidi her name is terrible, and they 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 think about changing it, and she's fine with it. We have the maxi challenge. Uh, called The World's Worst, and Ross Matthews played Bossy Rossi. Charo was there, who was fantastic. Um, you have the Del Rio trio. Meh. I'll be honest with you, none of these made me laugh. Um, some of them I even found it kind of hard to follow. The Squirrel Scouts from Camp Bangahole, I remember thinking, Bangahoe? I'm all, did they just rip off a Camp Wanakiki thing? Cause it's, but now, I will say every episode of Camp Wanakiki is Team Widow's sketch, but... Uh, the fruity patootie. I mean, the, the writing on this show is horrible. It's so bad, um, and, and you can always tell when it's kind of written because it's that bad. I feel when the queens are left to their own devices, it's better. And I don't know if the queens had as much uh, uh, leeway there. All right, it's elimination day. The queens get ready for the runway. Jada tells Dahlia she gives only her child energy. Oh yeah, and then we learn that uh, Dahlia had a. Uh, 
a twin, a gay twin. Because and you, anyone should have known that Dolly, that was Dolly's, Dolly's uh, dead man walking speech. Uh, guest judge Olivia Munn, look at buttons and bows. And now, now with the, all the things we do about looking at the looks in detail, I just don't really even look at the looks. Because here's why, guys, for you, probably like Sunday or Monday, I'm going to have to take each individual look, clip it, take things. I, I see each look a million times. And so then I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. You know, no one's looking to me for, to give guidance on the looks. Uh, on the critiques, for the most part, Sherry's just ignored. Uh, there was a thing where, you know, uh, RuPaul had a moment with Crystal Method. Again, probably best that Taylor wasn't here because Taylor gets very angry when people don't know people from the 80s. So I think he would have had a fucking tantrum on the air because Crystal Method did not know who El DeBarge was. And, um, but I thought her not knowing was very cute. I, you know, uh, it, it, I think it's very evident to the other girls that Rue has a soft, Rue clearly has a soft spot for Heidi in Closet and for Crystal Method. Let's just be honest. Uh, top three are Heidi in Closet, Sherry Pie, and Jackie Cox, with the winner being Sherry Pie. The bottom three are Dahlia Sin, Crystal Method, uh, and Nikki Doll and uh, Crystal gives is safe. They eliminated the bottom two are Dahlia Sin and Nikki Doll, uh, and they lip sync to Problem by Ariana Grande. Dahlia clearly didn't know some of the words, and then Dahlia storms off the stage. And there is a title screen afterwards that says uh, that they be you know to compensate for Sherry Pie winning five thousand uh, dollars. No 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 no. And D the, the D, okay, I'll talk to Luke later. It, the, the, be very careful what the title card says, and I wouldn't be surprised if the title card is intentionally vague and misleading. The title card does not say that they rescinded Sherry Pie's money and donated it to the Trevor Project. All they said was they donated $5,000 to the Trevor Project. I doubt that they would take the money back from Sherry Pie. That is one thing that they're not going to be able to do. I know it's Taylor's dream and everybody's dream that they can take the money back. They just can't. It's a talent show. She uh, she won the prize. She um, she didn't. You see, that, that's the thing is is uh, she didn't technically. I mean, it's it's outside of the confines of the show. She could have a lawsuit in her hands if they try and take that money away from her. She won the prize. There are some there are some contest rules, and one of them being and not to the Daniel Brewer extent, but there are rules to a contest that they can't they can't they can't say you win this and then take it back. Okay? Unless that they show that she like cheated on the show, but she didn't. She broke some sort of like a morality clause and she just wins five thousand dollars, right? She's won she's won this money. That what they're doing is to balance the fact that Sherry Pie won the $5,000. They are donating an additional $5,000 to the Trevor Project. Okay, but I'm sure they want people to think. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it was intentionally vague because they want people to think uh, that it's going to be the thing. Lauren S. wants to know if I'm excited for... Are you excited for 36 looks next week? No. No. I'm not. Uh, I got a note here that says, Jordan says he will come on. Jordan never came on. In fact, Jordan isn't even in the chat room anymore. Uh, 
here we go. Uh, so, let me see. As always, I will go on of no one. I just feel like, I, I don't, no. Ah. Oh. Do you think the queens going forward will stick to their, oh. Do you think the queens going forward will stick to their original groups? Do you mean in terms of, like, fealty? You know? Uh, uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. It seems like they've already. It seems like they've already become friends, and that they're cohesive. I I, I don't know what game humble pie is um playing here. She now she says Jordan is here. Jordan has an invite. He can come whenever he wants. He hasn't come on the screen. Uh, Josh Colin says, Joe hates reviewing the looks, and I love his quick, short toots and boots. I just feel that the, the looks are a visual medium, but also, like, here's the deal. Let me look here. And, and this is something that has to come under, this has to, I'm, I'm going to make a new rule now, is, um, let's see here. Fashion photo review. Fashion photo review is, at most, from what I'm seeing here, 20 minutes. The, oh, there's a 30-minute one, but at most. Okay, but that, that there's one 30-minute one that I'm seeing. The last one, we've done, they've clocked in at an hour and a half. So, like, you can't... Guys, there's just a certain length of time that things are interesting. So... Uh, okay. Oh, well, there she is. There, oh, my God. What's, up, what's wrong? <laughs> You've sorry. been on here before. <laughs> I have, yes. Oh, my God. I am tipsy. I'm sorry. Yeah, why was Humble Pie like your agent all of it? And why do you keep holding... <laughs> do- Girl, it's a coronavirus. You can't touch your face. Oh, well, sorry. I'm okay, no touching the face. No uh, touching the face. Who are you there with? Myself. Nobody's here with me. Oh, you're just drunk by yourself, like an alcoholic? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Ayers would be proud. You're making Evan Ayers proud. Okay. <laughs> so the whole beard. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Did you have the beard when we talked, when we spoke to you last? When you were doing I the whatever the thing so, you were doing? Because you talked to me last in when I was in Miami. Yeah. You didn't have the beard in Miami? No, I don't, I don't think so. No. Yeah. Okay. Here in Dallas, we declared a state of emergency. So... Oh, you, you you declared what an emergency? I declared a state of emergency. Now, uh, now with this coronavirus thing, are you still going to come to Los Angeles uh, and go to the Laker game or whatever you're going to do? Oh, yes. I am looking at flights, like, as we speak. Oh, because they're probably super cheap right now, huh? Mm-hmm. They're very cheap right now. Bitch, yes. you love touching your face, don't you? <laughs> I should not. I'm sorry. All right, so you watched the episode, Jordan Darling. I did, yes. And what were your thoughts? My thoughts were that um, I want to see more from Aiden Zane. I feel like she, I don't know, like, I know you said last week that she kind of has, like, a shitty personality, but, like, I feel like I want to see more from her. Because she's white? Um, Sherry Pie won, whatever. Um, but, like, I don't know. Now that all the queens are together, I mm-hmm. am 
interested but worried about what I don't know. I feel like a lot of them like by themselves don't have like interesting personalities. I want everyone to know this is how the coronavirus is spreading. Go ahead. <laughs> I get it. I'm stupid. I'm sorry. No, neither you're stupid. No, go ahead. <laughs> um Mhm. I don't know. I, I I I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm I like this episode, but I'm less so, interested after after this episode. Oh, you're less interested in the whole season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. really? Tell because you like the episode. Why are you less interested? Because with with, with a whole bunch of queens. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I feel like these queens were good individually, but with a whole bunch of queens together, I don't feel like they're that interesting, like, in a whole group. But don't you think as it winnows down that it'll get more interesting because there's fewer queens? (sighs) That could... yeah. Yeah, but, but, like, my favorite queen from the very first episode was Widow Von Du, and this week, I, be- I barely ever saw Widow Von Du. Uh-huh. So, I don't know how going forward, if Widow Von Du is going to be, like, interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Is, let me ask you a question. This is an odd question to ask, but this is... Now I'm getting this feel. Is that your actual hand, or is that somebody else's hand, and they're playing a joke? You know, like when no, people put their hand behind someone? Hand. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yes. How many fingers do you want me to hold up? What, um, what, let me ask you a different question. What did, what did you get drunk on tonight? <laughs> um, beer. Oh. Drink beer. And did you get, what, did you eat food while you were watching RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, I did, yes. Yes. <laughs> what did you eat? <laughs> um, I cooked pasta. For myself. Uh huh. And what was in the pot? Was it just like pasta with like pasta sauce, or H- how drunk do I sound? To you? you sound pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. And also the cool. the the, Great. Con- the constant touching of the face is very distracting. Not, not. I well, wouldn't distract it in a bad way. I, I, I have. T- uh, it, it's just a habit. It's a habit. And I'm like trying to read the chat room right now. Why? All right, Joe Patron. Hi, hi. Well, it seems like, like that's what I'm trying to do right now. Like that, there's like uh, someone like playing a joke on you, and that you're like, no, this is my hand. How many fingers do you want me to hold up right now? Well, the person can hear me. <laughs> uh, what are you doing? One. I'm holding up one. One finger. One. I'm just kidding. One. Uh, so Jordan. Uh, what did you? What was your favorite um, outfit Joe, of the night? Joe Patanz, I am like booking right now in June my like Los Angeles trip as we speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. aren't you like meeting somebody there? 
Aren't you like no, meeting? I literally, I have nobody here next to me. Here, hi. Um, nobody here anywhere mm-hmm. near me. Mm-hmm. I am totally by myself. Yeah. Haley says you're like a little drunk mouse. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. What was your favorite look? Of, what was your favorite look of the night? My favorite look of the night was probably Jackie Cox. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't like the theme for this look. I'll be honest with you. A lot of the looks I didn't like. Are you? I know you're very thirsty for this, Jay Ellis. Are you excited for tomorrow? <laughs> I am very excited. Yes. Oh, really? I, 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 I like Jay Ellis. Yes, mm-hmm. he is very attractive. But I am interested. I any time that Jay Ellis has been on your podcast, like in the past, like I, he has a very good insight. So I am very excited. Mm-hmm. All right, very, very exciting. Yeah, and and you, I think you're at the tier where you can watch it. Have you reserved your spot yet? I don't think so, but I need to. I need to. Do you have any other thoughts about RuPaul's Drag Race this episode or anything that you want to share with us right here? Um, no, just that I love you, Joe Batanz, and I love uh-huh. everyone in the Afterthought Media world. Yeah. Oh, I know Afterthought Media. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was saying, stop <laughs> it. Uh, like I was saying that uh, it's funny because um, I was <laughs> literally, stop it. Stop. I was saying that. Um, oh my God, don't make fun of me. <laughs> um, wait. Okay, Joe Batanz, when, yeah. when I come out there in June, mm-hmm. are you going to make fun of me like this? Yes. Because well, you're constantly like touching. You're constantly touching your face. Well, I I've been like this my whole life. I, I just like I I don't know. It's it's a habit. It's a habit that I touch my face. I don't know. Now, are you on? Not self- that I like my face. I don't really like my face. But what is going on at your job? Is there a self quarantine going on? Like, are you working from home? <laughs> yes, we are working from home right now. Yes. Oh. We are. So you're doing, mm-hmm. but so you're doing all your accounting stuff at home. Mm-hmm. All my accounting, auditing stuff at what? home, my boring stuff at home. I'm not saying that because you get very angry. What show us? No, the, show I, us I, am, the, I am saying that. I am saying that. Show us the I art on the walls behind boring. you. Show us the art on the walls behind you. I have two big. Art. My brother. This is my brother's apartment. Mm-hmm. He is. He loves art, so mm-hmm. I don't know why he loves those things behind me but luke statement says you have a great face jordan oh thank you luke yeah. he has a great face i know you guys are all such little friends anyway i, I i'm going to you know what i'm gonna do right now stay here jordan i'm just gonna wrap okay. up because we've clearly gone into this new like other territories more visual so no final okay. thoughts so that was my first response not unfortunately this season with the way that they're cutting sherry pie out of the i i it feels there was a storyline that was cut out, and now there's this mm-hmm. shell of an episode that was there that looks like an episode and feels like an episode, but mm-hmm. it's just a shell. And then we, we there was no storyline whatsoever, so there's not really much to comment on. Right. So right. there you go. So for people listening on the audio version, we're gonna call it a day there, and uh, the next time, the next episode you hear will be a full in depth recap moment by moment with myself 
And after Buzz TV's Jay Ellis, while Jordan Masters. Can I give a comment to Luke Stamen right now? 